Hello and welcome to The Find from the Montgomery Street Antique Mall in Fort Worth, Texas. We are a uh, dealers of the Montgomery Street Antique Mall with over 240 of us strong here on Montgomery Street. My name is Nicolene. I'm the host of The Find. And today's guest is Apani Luna Junk Monkey on aisle three left. She is dealer number 1303, folks, and I'm so excited to have her here. She has great finds to tell us about. Welcome, Apani. Hi, everybody. So the funny thing, Apani and I just talked for about 10 minutes and we didn't have the recorder on. Isn't that funny, Apani? Yes, very funny. But I told her it gets rid of her nerves. Yes, it did. (laughs) (laughs) So we can laugh and laugh and laugh about it. Okay, the first question I want to ask you, Apani, and if you hear if you hear uh, walkies, that is just us recording live from the Montgomery An- Street Antique Mall. We are not in a studio. We are here live, so come out and see us and uh, and see me film my pod um, film film my podcast. I record the podcast on aisle nine. Um, I'm vendor number nine two zero five. So if you if you hear the walkies in the background, that's just because you're here live in the action, everyone. Okay, so Apani, how did you get started in the business? Okay, I got started in the business in the 1970s. I would go to garage sales with my mother because we both were, uh, we loved shopping for one, and we would find these little garage sales, estate sales, and uh, that's how I got started. I, I loved, uh, and I got hooked on antique furniture. She loved vintage jewelry, so that's how we got hooked on it. Okay, so did she just collect the vintage jewelry, and what, what kinds of vintage jewelry did she collect? Silver, gold? Uh, she was into, uh, you know, the clip earrings, rhinestones, and she bought a lot of her jewelry at Leonard Brothers. And uh, she bought these beautiful, big, chunky rhinestone necklaces. And so after that, you know, she would always look for more, you know, at a reasonable price. Right. So so it was mainly she collected necklaces. Is that right? And earrings. Oh, and earrings. And were they the old clip-ons? Or were they- yes, they were the old clip-ons. Oh, boys. Yeah. Have you ever tried the? They hurt. They hurt like heck. They're so pretty. But they're beautiful. Exactly. <laughs> so are we talking, did she like turquoise? Did she like uh, gems? What, what She kind? loved purple. Anything purple. So amethyst? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great memory. Yeah. Of you going with her to all of these places. Yeah, so it, it was. So your love of vintage and your love of antiques is really through uh, family. Yes, it is. Okay. So um, I just, are you native to uh, Fort Worth, Texas, Apani? Yes, I am. I was born and raised here. And uh, we had a street down on, we had a, a home on First Street downtown. And my family moved in 1952 on the north side where I was, uh, I grew up, you know. Wow. Okay, so we have someone, a native Fort Worth Texan here. I'm from Wisconsin, so I am not native to here, but um, it is. Uh, it has grown substantially, hasn't it, Apani? Yes, it has. Uh, we have a lot of people that are relocating down here because of our uh, uh, our reputation or whatever. You know, they just love it down here. 
So we have over 2 million people here in Fort Worth, Texas now, folks. And uh, would you, how would you say the atmosphere is? Is it the same? Has it changed? The traffic has changed somewhat. It You have to, you know, it's really uh, overwhelming at times. But you know what? I just treat it like any other time going to work and, you know, you wait your turn, you know, just it'll 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 work out. I like to say, Apani, that every single bad driver from all 50 states moved to Fort Worth, Texas. Is that about is that about right? I think you're correct. <laughs> They're all coming here and it's a big, big. We got plenty of land. <laughs> That's that's right. <laughs> uh, Stoplights are optional here in Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> I know. So you describe it. So we have the stockyards. We have we're right in the uh, the Montgomery Street Antique Mall is right in the cultural district, right next to Dickey's Arena by the Botanical Gardens. So we're in the th- we're pretty much in the thick of it, aren't we, Apani? Yes, we are. We're in the main area. Yes, we are. Yeah, and it's it's pretty it's pretty exciting and uh, so fortunate that we're able to be dealers here at this at this mall. Yes, we are very fortunate. Yeah, and um, so folks, if you come to the Montgomery Street Antique Mall on Montgomery Street in Fort Worth, Texas, you will not only get an entire afternoon of shopping and two hundred over two hundred forty vendors and a tea room. But you will have instant access to the Botanical Gardens, to Dickey's Arena. We are in, and uh, the Kimball, which is an art museum, and two other art museums. It's just a f- absolutely fantastic spot to be in. But I can go on and on all day. Plus our tea room. We have a tea room here you can eat at. So it's v- excellent food, homemade soups and salads, and it's uh, it's it's great. Y'all got to try it out. And very reasonably priced. Yes, Right. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's talk about Junk Monkey and your business. How long have you been at the mall? I came in 2012. That's how long I've been here. Okay, so quite quite some time, and you've seen a lot of changes and different vendors. Yes, I have. But we're a family unit here, and everybody, uh, you know, just everybody tries to get along here. <laughs> we do, and um, we're we're just a big happy family here. So, Pani, did you were you anywhere else before you came to the Montgomery Street Antique Mall as a vendor? Yes, I was. I was at the Azel Antique Mall on Highway 199. Um, and then I moved to the Sisters Mall in Saginaw on Main Street, and uh, then I came here. So a lot of years of experience in this business, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so let's get into the fines because that's what we're all about. Yeah. And <laughs> we're we're about the fines. So um just a reminder for everyone, you can find all the pictures for this episode and many more at thefindpodcast.blogspot.com. That's thefindpodcast.blogspot.com. Okay, so Apani, what is your favorite past find as a dealer? Okay, I found these two nightstands and they were made out of bamboo wood and they were from Brazil. And they had little cabinet drawers that open up, very unique wood little features on them. And uh, when I saw them, I couldn't believe uh, how lucky I was to have these two little nightstands and bring him here. And they were gone in two days. Uh, um, 
an older couple bought them. They loved them and they took them home. Okay, so they they snapped them up right away. Yes, they so did. So you knew it was going to be. So what was what was it like when you first saw these nightstands? What attracted them? Uh what was your attraction to them? Their nightstands? uniqueness. I'd never seen any nightstands made the way they were made. And they had a, you know, little cabinet door and a little shelf on the bottom and a little handle that opened up really a weird little handle and uh I just and they were quality. They were very quality. The wood, quality. So they were all solid bamboo. Yes. Or yes. Wow. Okay. And what was the color of the handle? They were medium. Well, they were brown. They were all wood. The handles were wood. Oh, what was so neat about them? Yes. They kind of had a little Asian, uh, little handle that kind of hooked on another little inside another little hook. Yeah, that's what they were. And what color were they? They were a medium brown. A medium brown. So really transitional and great in a lot of decors, right? Yes. Yes. It would work anywhere in a home. Okay, nice. Okay, so let's move on to your great present find. Okay, the present find is a vintage hurricane lamp, globe lamp, with a it lights up on the bottom. It has two bulbs, one on the bottom and one on top, gold-toned, and very beautiful, colorful flowers and white, you know, white ivory background. And uh, this lamp just kind of like blew me away when I saw it. I mean, I'd never seen anything so beautiful like that. And the shape of it is very unique. Not like other lamps that have a ball on the bottom and a ball on top. This one is in a different shape on the bottom, more a flat and a little roundish, you know. And what, uh, where did you, did you find it at an estate sale? Did you find it at a thrift store, at an auction? Well, uh, I can't say. I don't think I want to say how I got that lamp. It's because I I don't want to lie to y'all how I got the lamp. So maybe I'll just go ahead and tell them the truth. What? Think? Whatever you're comfortable with. Upon. I'm comfortable with this. A lady down the block was moving out of her apartment and she's moving to a 55 plus. One of our neighbors that knew my boyfriend's dad and for all these years. And she heard about us that we willed and dealed with antiques. So she said, could y'all please come to my garage and clear it out for me? And you can take anything you want. And she told me to make her an offer on it. And I did. And I bought it from her. So... Okay, so what I get from this is that you get your finds from all over. You you can source, not you just don't have to go to traditional estate sales. You can use your sources. Is that right? Yes, yes. Just by knowing what I do, the word gets around, and you know they're like, "Hey, these people might buy it," you know, and I just I buy it, and people give me things too, and that is the best when you just you know just by spontaneous. Uh, just by chance that you yeah. happen upon something. Yes, yes. But we also did something nice for the lady, too, because we cleared out her whole garage and put whatever she didn't want on the side of the road so she didn't have to do any work. So Oh, so you yeah. you were helping someone. Yes, too. yes. Yeah, I always, I'm always telling people um, about vintage finds and antique finds, and uh, you really get out there and you really talk you really talk to the people. There's a lot of it online now, but a lot of it you come upon by chance, which is like amazing with the story of your lamp is that you actually 
you know, ended up helping someone in your, in your community. Yeah. Yeah. And what was weird about it, the lady's name was Beverly. And she said when I sent the money over there to get it uh, with him, uh, she said, well, she didn't have to give me that much. And I was like, oh, yeah. I said, I mean, th th she was very nice. She would have taken less, but I don't like taking advantage of people. And when I see something I really like, I'm going to pay for it. Well, that's really, that's really great that, yeah. you know, to that. I mean, to have all that in this lamp, too, this mm -hmm. story. Yes. Of this, of uh, Beverly. Yes. And I also wanted to keep the lamp too, but <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> You're not. <here. laughs> well, I think that's what's so, um, that's what's so unique and special about shopping at um, antique malls is that um, so much of the community, you know, is in it. Yeah. And you never know what you're going to find. Right. Right. Because we have all sorts of things here. Not only antiques we have just about any other thing you can think of we have new stuff and we have uh mid-century stuff and we have uh just one-of-a-kind items which you will go you will just um uh, you'll you'll have you'll have fun coming here just just come you so when you're talking so is your specialty lamps then do you think like vintage lamps Yes, I tend to have a lot of stained glass lamps, which I'm in low right now, but I am going to put some more in. But I mostly have lamps in my booth. Okay, so uh, so your specialty is stained glass. Now, a lot of people think, oh, of the, the modern stained glass. And I remember we were talking about this one time, and people tap on them all the time and think that they're plastic. Yes, they do. Yes, they think that they're plastic, but they're not. They're original, and they're from the they're from the mid century uh, stained glass lamps. Uh, some of them are. I may pick up a few that are that are you know maybe twenty years old, but uh, you know they're still they're still authentic. So, what is that material made out of? That they think is plastic. It's it's something I believe that. Uh, one of our dealers told me they have to put a certain film on it or something to protect it when you make the stained glass, if that's what I understood her to tell me. Okay, so that's, yeah, yeah. that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so because I, you know, we a lot of people, you know, try to authenticate things um, when they when they come in and, you know, just because you're tapping on some something, they should be asking, they can ask questions, right? Yes, because if you think of it this way, if it's like solid glass and it's inside a metal, you want it's so delicate. Glass is so delicate. It's got to have something to keep it more secured. Okay. All right. So that that's really interesting. Yeah. So uh, like what year do you think your stained glass is from? Uh, they range anywhere from the maybe 60s, maybe I I think I've had some in the latter fifties, yeah. Okay, so vintage vintage finds, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, uh, folks, again, um, if you want to go to the find podcasts.blogspot.com. We are going to have pictures of Apani's booth there, and we are going to have pictures of this fabulous fabulous lamp that she's talking about her present find right now. Okay, Apani, let finally, let's get into your future finds. My future finds are anything that would make your eyes pop out of your head and go wow. <laughs> I like to find unique strange items 
And uh, if you come to my booth, you will see what I'm talking about. I had a a prison TV that I found one time, and it was all uh, like a skeleton. You could see inside of it. You could see everything that it was made out of. And that didn't stay very long either in my booth. So I keep my eye out for these strange items. So, so just anything that hits you? Yes. Anything that hits me that, hey, I don't think, I, I think they would really freak out about that. You know what I mean? And that doesn't always necessarily mean it's going to sell, but chances are they have sold. Have you um, ever passed up a find and regretted it? Yes, because it was too big. Oh, it wouldn't fit in your... Yes, you would have to have a flatbed trailer for it. Oh. So uh, that's the only thing that I... And I really want to don't want to deal with big, giant pieces of furniture. You know. Okay, so what was what was that item that you saw that you? Were- I think it was a huge armoire. It was so big, it was like a triple one or something like that. And I just I, I couldn't get it here. I just couldn't get it here. I'd rather deal with the smaller pieces of furniture, something that I can put in my little Kia Soul. I can put a dresser in there, you know, and it fits perfect. Right. So it has to fit in within a certain. Well, we have a van also. But, you know, that piece was really huge. And that's the thing about when you're a dealer, folks, is that, you know, you have to always think about hauling this. And um, especially if you're a woman, you know, what can you do at the time? Mm -hmm. Right? Exactly. And we've probably both had to say adios to a lot of things. Yes, we did. Unfortunately, because we had to pass them up. Because we're limited. Yes, so that, you know, as a customer, that's kind of a thing, you know, um, that's interesting when you're when you're looking around and you're seeing small, uh, small pieces. And now what do we define as smalls in the business? The smalls. The smalls are like anything from little vases to little uh, uh, glassware, you know, uh, mid-century little, uh, what do you call them, uh, Shot glasses and just little stuff like that. Right. So there are some dealers that just deal in those small items. Yes, they do. And then there are some dealers who just deal in big furniture items or big um, pop culture pieces. Like we have a big boy over here on aisle nine in, um, it's huge, from the big boy restaurant in Mike Garcia's booth. Um um, a dealer, um, MCG. Yeah. He, I mean, just Kips. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's, Kips, big boy. Yeah. Right. That's show pieces. Yeah. So you never know what you're going yeah. to get. Yeah. Right. We so, Apani, um, what do you think your show piece is right now in your booth? Because everyone has a show piece. Well, the show piece that I have is, uh, do you think it's uh, one of your lamps or a statue you have or what do you think your showpiece is or a piece of jewelry that everyone goes, ah, when they turn around? I, I think, kind of hit her with this question. Yeah, so, because the showpiece I had, it sold a couple of weeks ago and it was a hanging lamp and it's it's gone. And that was my show showpiece because when I moved in here, I had it with me. And uh, oh, I, I, no. I had it that long, and it finally sold. And it was an octagon-shaped amber, unique uh, g- uh, gold um, 
and it had these emblems on there. And uh, one of the other dealers, Jeffrey, told me that they came from Louisiana, and he had like three of them. And mine was the large one, and he wanted it, but he never bought it. So another customer took it. And now I don't have one now specifically. A showpiece, not even. Let's talk about those uh, mid-century modern. Oh yeah, hairs. Oh yeah, those are spectacular. Do you well, want to tell everyone about those? Yeah, they're Burke, uh, Burke brand, and they're two uh, fiberglass uh, tulip chairs, and they have a leather turquoise uh, pad on them, which is removable. And I have a set of them of two, and they've been in my booth, and uh, nobody's bought them yet. Okay, yeah, I think that those. Those uh, and they swivel, amazing. and they swivel, mm-hmm. and it feels like you're going to watch match game, folks. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. <laughs> I forgot about those. Thank you, Nicolene, for reminding me. Yeah, that, those, that would be my, my showcase. Yeah, yeah, that those, would be the main. Yeah, yeah, they're they're amazing. So we have a lot of mid century modern in this mall, and I don't think a lot of people know that. Mm-hmm. We got a lot, a lot, and Jeffrey is the one that has a lot on Al. Seven, I'd seven. Yeah, he's on yeah. aisle seven. So in the in the back of seven, yeah, he has a lot of mid-century modern pieces, beautiful pieces. He specializes in mainly in that. Okay, so Apani, um, is there anything else you want to add to our conversation today about your finds? Uh, well, I want to add that I'm very blessed to find these things, and I'm very blessed to sell them, and I'm very blessed to have Nicolene as a friend oh, and a and a dealer here with me, and um, and I'm grateful that I'm here at the mall, and that I've been here for quite this long time, and uh, and so I hope that everybody will come and check us out, and you won't be sorry, believe me. Right. So this is uh. Apani, it was great having you here. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And everyone go check out Junk Monkey on three left. Dealer 1303 Junk Monkey. And that's Apani's booth. And you will not be disappointed. Some very interesting finds there. Again, you can find everything on the findpodcast.blogspot.com. And we're going to be having the pictures on here. This is episode two, season one of The Find. I'm Nicolene, and you have a great day finding. Goodbye. <laughs>